Oh, man. Man, they done messed around and gave me the mic again. Whoa. 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 Yo, 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 yo. 60 Seconds of Podcast. It's episode three. We official, baby. Hey, yo, shout out to everybody that order onion rings, right? But then, like, when you get your order and it be, like, two or three fries at the bottom of the bag, I be, I be messing with that. I like that. That's called gratitude. Hey, yo, I'm super excited, man. It's Sunday, man. Yo, yo, hold on, man. Hey, cut the music. Cut, 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 cut the music. Cut the music. What's going on, everybody? Hey, yo, once again, I am Snoop Simmons. Gotta get my son. Gotta get my son some plug. Hey, yo, I'm Snoop Simmons. This is 60 Seconds to Podcast. This is officially episode three. It's episode two because, like I said, the first episode was kind of like a pilot. Just in case it was whack, you know, I was just going to be like, yo, it was, I was just playing. I was just testing out a microphone. It's a new microphone. I was just testing it out. But look, man, we episode, officially episode two, zero two, 60 seconds to podcast. What's going on with everybody? Hope y'all having a good weekend. It is now Sunday, March 25th, um, you know, in my location, in the G spot. You feel me? All this grammar tradition behind me and in front of me. You know what I mean? I always got a rep for the, for the G uh, but look, man, we're going to get right into some stuff, man. We're going to get right into some stuff. Because I always like talking to you guys and I always like sharing some stuff and kind of breaking down different things, you know, about myself to make, you know, just make it more personable and make it more, you know, build the connection between me and you guys. So I'm going to hit y'all with another random confession, man. Now, this one might take y'all for a loop. This one going to really throw y'all. Well, I don't know, because maybe people not really into movies. Like, you know, I'm into movies, but it's it's a lot of movies that I just really have not just sat down and watched. And it's a lot of movies that some of y'all favorite movies, in particular this one that I'm about to share with y'all, that's going to kind of be like, yo, Snoop, you tripping, cuz. But uh, so I'm going to just let y'all, I'm going to just tell y'all what the deal is, man. I have never. Y'all just be just be cool, but on on but for real, I have never watched Training Day. Oh, oh. No, I know, I know. I mean, I know. Look, I know. Hey, I, I and I and I, I okay, but I get all you know the different quotes and the you know the King Kong gang got on me. I mean, I understand all that, but I just I've never really just sat down and watched that whole movie. You know what I mean? I, I just, I don't know. I just, not that I haven't really wanted to, but I just, I don't know. Maybe the time that it came, when did that come out? Like 2000 and, what, three? 2002, 2003, somewhere around. Somewhere within there, I was too busy playing ball, man. Like, y'all got to understand, when I was in high school, high school, from junior high to college, basketball was all I talked about, all I did, all I breathed, all I ate and slept was basketball. So I didn't really, you know, watching movies wasn't really, I don't know, man. I was more of a, like a, a funny movie type of guy, like a comedy movie. So, you know, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, and, and shots out to Denzel Washington. I mean, he's, of course, he's one of the biggest actors to ever do this. But I just never sat and watched Training Day. So, I mean, y'all can kill me, man. Y'all can, you know, y'all can tear me down for it, but I just... Never really sat down and watched it, but you know, shout out to Training Day. But look, we're gonna jump right into it, man. Uh, I just want to kind of share some things with you guys about, you know, just how we treat people, man. And then we're gonna talk a lot about that because a lot of our success, you know, a lot of our success and our failures 
are going to stem from the way we talk to people and the way we treat people. So it's always, you know, we have to always be mindful of how we do, you know, how, how we speak, how we talk, and how we act, and how we treat people. But I started thinking about, you know, like when different, when businesses, you know, they go bankrupt or when businesses are, are you know, they're, they're, going, they're, they're going out of business, you know, not doing business anymore, or they're relocating and having like a liquidation sale or whatever like that. And I started thinking, like, usually when stuff like that happens, you know, businesses are going out of sale. They usually have like this going out of sale, you know, going out of business sale, or they have a liquidation sale. Everything must go, and you know, they'll start advertising on on you know on on the radio and on televisions and and you know on the on social media about you know different things in the store that they're trying to get rid of because they're going out of business. They're having this big sale and. Come by the store and, and visit us before before everything goes. And I started thinking, that's exactly like how we treat people. Cause it's like when they have, you know, when they have the going going out of business sales, and just, let's say it's a furniture store. We're gonna use a furniture store for example. Let's say a furniture store is going out of business, and they do this big liquidation sale and this big going out of business sale. And although your house is filled is filled with furniture and probably filled with furniture that you don't even need, just a whole bunch of stuff in your house. You got TVs everywhere. You got furniture in every room. You got everything you need in your house. But as soon as the furniture store is going out of business or as soon as they're having some big sale, now you, hmm, maybe I should go check the store out. Maybe I should go see what they got. And I started thinking, man. Why do we do people like that? And, it's, and, and, and what I mean is, as soon as it's somebody that, that we know of, I mean, we, we, it's not necessarily somebody that we know, or it can be, you know, somebody in our family, somebody, you know, our close friends, loved ones, or maybe just associates or people that we know of, but we don't know them personally. Let's say we hear something about them maybe getting sick or, you know, they've, they, they, they've been diagnosed with cancer or, or even worse, they, they passed away. Something happened to them. They got in a wreck. Somebody got murdered. Something happened to this person and they're long, no longer with us. Why all of a sudden do we want to get all in their family's business? Why do we want to immediately go search their Facebook, Instagram pages just to see who they were and what they were about? Why, why, do, we, why do we do people? Why do we treat people like going out of business sales? Why do we treat people like that? And, it's, and, and it, it ties perfectly into, into the, the human race and the way we treat people because it's like a lot of these stores are going out of business because they wasn't being supported. Nobody was buying their merchandise. Nobody was, was coming in and visiting with the store. Nobody was sharing, sharing what was going on with the store. And, and obviously, I mean, pretty much nobody was just, you know, purchasing from this, from this company. And that's the same thing with people. These are people that we don't we don't talk to on a daily basis. They call us, we don't call them back. They text us, we don't text back. They try to see us, we avoid them. We lie and say we're too busy. And I hate that. Anyway, I'm acting like I didn't even say that. But we, but when we and we do people, we do people just like that. Oh, but as soon as they hear something, hear something negative, or something happens, or something drastic happens in these people's lives, all of a sudden. We start to feel like maybe I should have returned this call. Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have visited him more, visited him or her more. Maybe I should have just done more 
for that person. Or maybe I let me let me go let me go look at their page and see the last thing they posted. Or let me go to the to the Facebook feed and see if they you know if they shared a live video or, or something leading up to what drastic that happened in their lives. Maybe I should go do it now. Why do we do that? You like like we really need to take a look at ourselves and 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 understand that a lot of stuff that happens to people, we do it to them. Those businesses go businesses file for bankruptcy and they go they go out of business because we no longer support them. We don't support them. People are passing away. People are getting sick. People are getting ill. People are mentally ill and 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 going through domestic violence and going through all these different things. And they're going through that because the people that are supposed to love them don't show them any love. We don't call them. We don't text them. We we don't do anything. We claim that we're too busy. We we just we're too busy. And we're not doing we're not busy doing anything but scrolling through our phones. That's the only that's the only thing we're busy doing. We're not communicating with our people. We're not showing that we love our people. We're not showing any gratitude, being grateful that we still have mom and dad in our lives, that we still have that favorite cousin that we grew up in our lives. We're not grateful that we have a, a brother or a sister that we can that's still alive that we can call and count on and be able to talk to and bounce ideas off of and, and share love and intimacy with. A lot of people don't have that. And a lot of people don't have that simply because they won't reach out. They won't call. They won't check. Nobody calls and checks on anybody anymore. Everybody's on their phones. Everybody's so consumed with celebrities. You're so consumed with everybody else's lives on your, on your, ti- on your timeline and your news feed. You're consumed with that. You have no idea what's going on in your brother's life, what's going on in your sister's life, what's going on with mom. Why is mom feeling bad? Why is she getting sick? What's going on with what's going on with Paul? Paul? What's going on with him? Why is he getting? Why is he getting sick? Why is he? Why did he? Why is he coming down with cancer? Why? why? People just want to be loved, man. People want to be loved. Grandparents and parents, they just want to talk to their children. They just want to talk to us. That's all they want to do. They just want to talk to us. They've already raised us. Hopefully they've done a good job with us when they raised us. That they, they, they just want to talk to us. They just want communication with us. They just want to know that we're alive, that we're okay. They just want to know that the things that they taught us in life, that we're out in the world using it so that we can better ourselves and just and, and keep ourselves intact and keep ourselves healthy and strong. They just want to know that stuff, man. I think about that all the time. When my grandparents passed, and the thing about my grandparents they passed on the same day, two years apart. My grandfather passed 2014, May the 8th, 2014. Grandmother passed May the 8th, 2016. A lot of times I just sit and think about, dang, did I talk to them as much as I should have? Did I express to them the love that I have for them? Because grandparents, when they have grandchildren, that's the only thing in the world they live for. It's the only thing they live for. They're they're already up in age. They've retired from their jobs. You know, they they the children are out of the house, obviously. You know, the the, the mother, I mean, the sons, daughters, everybody, everybody else is out of the house. The house is paid for. They don't really have anything to do. You know, some some people are fortunate to retire and then to be able to go work a part time or maybe even another full time job that they just like to do just to to stay active. But grandparents, man. The only, the only reason they are living is for their grandchildren and grandkids. We got to talk to these grandparents. It's just so much knowledge and wisdom that grandparents have. 
we got to start just talking to if you, if any anybody's grandparents out there are alive. Both sets of my grandparents are passed, and I, and I thank God each and every day for them because everything that I've learned from them and everything they've taught me, I use it today. And 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 I and I and that's and that's one of the reasons I'm, I have a podcast to be able to to share knowledge and wisdom that I've gained. And and by serving God, I have to I have to push that out and give it to others. So I'm just so grateful, and I have so much gratitude for my grandparents. And we just need to understand, aside from grandparents, parents, brothers, sisters, cousins, nieces, nephews, uncles, we got to start treating these people right, man. We got to just start talking to our talking to our, our family, talking to our friends. Just talk. Just start talking to people. I talk to I talk to at least one stranger every day, just to say hi, just to smile, or just just something, something. You ain't got to. You ain't got to give him your life story, but talk to somebody, man. Somebody out there is hurting. People are hurting. People need people need love, man. People are getting sick and dying and going through things in life because they don't have any love from anybody. And people get depressed and they do anything. They stop eating right, you know. They 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 stop doing the things that that's a, that is beneficial for their for their mental health. You know, they don't look out for themselves. They're not worried about themselves anymore. They don't take care of themselves. They don't believe in themselves. They're down on themselves. Suicidal thoughts. It's a lot that goes on, man. And we have to really, it's up to us. Just be nice. Talk to, just talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. And like I say, man, we got to stop treating people like they're going out of business. It's just like going out of, it's going out of business. You got plenty of furniture in your house, so you're not going to go to the furniture store. But when that furniture store getting ready to close down and they giving stuff away, oh, now you're interested in a new couch. But you got three couches in the house. We got to stop doing people like that. We got to stop doing people like that. We can't not. We can't keep ignoring phone calls and text messages. And then as soon as something happens or as soon as something comes up that's negative about that person, now we want to just jump and get in their business. When they've been trying to tell us their business for years. We got to stop doing it, man. We do. We do. That's really all I can say about it. We just really got to, we got to just stop doing that. We got to be better people, not only to ourselves, but we got to just be better people to, the, to, the, to our family, our friends. We got to be better people to strangers. Just to, if you see somebody, stop. And, and, and the thing that, I'm, that I've, that I've start, started to do, if I make eye contact with somebody or if somebody make eye contact with me and we, and we lock eyes, I'm at that point I'm obligated to say something to that person. I have to either speak or if they speak to me or or, or smile or, or I have to do something. You know 9 times out of 10 I usually just speak, say hey, how you doing or something, you know, something like that. Because if I'm just sitting there looking if somebody look at me, I look at them and I just go on about my business. That just shows I don't give a damn about I don't give a damn about them. They could have been looking at me. They could have been admiring something on me. And then we just caught eyes or something like that. Just, you know, just just random, you know, just out and about. And, and you, you know, and it happens. You, you may see somebody. Somebody may be looking at you. And, and, and just so happen, you, you two lock eyes or you two, your eyes connect just for that split second. If you're ever in that situation, just speak to that person. Just speak to them. Just say, hey, how you doing? Just smile at them. Throw your hand up at them. Wave at them. Something like that. Just let them know, you know, just give them something. And I just and, and, and it'll make you feel a lot. It'll make you feel a lot better because I, I I've done it before and it. The more the more and more that I do it, and the, the more and more I feel better and I don't feel like oh why she looking at me or why he looking at me because a lot of times that's what a lot of us do. If somebody's looking at us, 
we end up looking at them or locking eyes with them, noticing that they're looking, then we immediately, we get upset. We figure, what, what they looking at? Why they looking at me like that? What they, what's wrong with them? No, they could just be admiring something about you. It's, I mean, that's all, that's all it could be. They could just be admiring something about you. They may like your shirt. They may like your hair. They may like your smile. They may like something about you, and they just want to admire it. And, as we, and, that's, and, it just, and little stuff like that, little stuff like that shows gratitude. It, show, it shows humility. And it just shows that you're able to connect with, with people outside of your, your family and friends. And you're just able to connect with anybody that's, that's you know, that's just wanting some, some love. You know, and that's as and you know, as we grow as people, we'll better understand that. I mean, like I say, I can attest to it because I'm better understanding of people and why they do the things they do. <clears throat> so yeah, but yeah, we just got to get better. But that's all I had on that, man. So look, we, let's just stop. Let's stop treating people like they furniture stores and clothing stores that's going out of business, and we want to go get us some fresh new, some new little little half off, maybe seventy five, eighty percent off shirts. We gotta stop treating people like that, man. People are not objects, man. We're not we're we're not objects. We're all people placed on this earth to serve God. And that's just what we gotta do. So look, I'm gonna jump up off of that. Hey, when I when I when I stopped watching the Duke game, it was halftime. We was up by two. I think Duke was up by two. Hopefully when y'all listen to this podcast, you know, we'll be punching our ticket to the final four. But you know, hey, Kansas is a tough team, so we just gonna you know, we're going to keep the faith, but at the same time, we know Duke, we got to work hard. So Duke don't be out there playing around. But look, man, <clears throat> and I, another thing I started thinking about, and I want to jump right into this as well, is is being able to differentiate between the things that we want and the things that we actually need. Because it's starting to really become evident that a lot of us don't know the difference between the two. And we always associate the things that we want with with something that we need when it's it's really not the case. A lot of the things that we say we need are just wants, unnecessary wants that 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 has no value and no weight that we can do without. So I kind of want to break it down. I was actually reading a book. Um, I forget the name of the book. I just got the book. How did I? How, how how can I forget the name of the book if I just got it? I just got it Friday, so I should know the name of the book. But it's a book. Oh, I know the name of it. It's called The Gifts of Imperfection. And it's by uh, Arthur Name. I think her name is Breen, Breen Brown. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but <clears throat> but yes, yeah, the, the gifts of imperfection. And she just talked. She talks a lot about the people want to be perfect so bad that when they go through their ups and their downs, they always feel shameful about it. Preferably, preferably when they go through their downs, they always feel shameful about it, and either they lash out at people. Or they go in hiding and never want to come back out. And I, as I was reading it, I was like, yeah, that is that is like 100% so true because a lot of times when we're in conflict or when we're wrong about something, somebody corrects us, we immediately take it personally, we get defensive, and we don't really want to hear our own faults. And, it, and that's, like a, that's something so easy that, that, that can be avoided by just, you know, understanding that you don't know everything. And I think that's where the, that's where the the perfectness comes. You know, being perfect. I think that's where that <clears throat> where that that kind of holds us back because we don't think we're we don't think we should be wrong about anything. We don't we don't want anybody to correct us. I mean, there's a lot of people out here that know things that we don't know, and we're gonna know some things that a lot of other people don't know. But when the situations when we're not right about a certain thing, and we get and we always get defensive about it, that's gonna always hold us back. So that's why I started thinking about things that 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 we need 
you know, versus things that we want in life and, and, and how that's, you know, trying to trying to seek perfect, you know, trying to be perfect is where a lot of that ties into. So when I started reading it and I started really jotting down some things about like, you know, what what needs versus wants is. And I came up with a couple of definitions. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, y'all bear with me. I mean, you know. It's the 60 seconds of podcast. I might throw an air horn in here just to fill the space while I look for that. But yeah, man. Uh, all right. So when I was thinking, I wrote down a definition for a need. And this is what I came up with. Needs are needs. <clears throat> when it comes to needs, when we fulfill needs, it gives us gratitude in our hearts and strengthens our humanity, therefore eliminating the desire to chase unnecessary wants. So basically what, what I'm saying by that is when it's something that we need, you know, water, food, clothes, shelter. You know, those are pretty much the basic essential needs. We need water. We need electricity. Those are the essential things. Anything else is is just a want. You know, we want to have cable. We want to have expensive shoes. We want to have expensive clothes. We want the fancy cars. We want a lot of jewelry. We want a lot of stuff. Pretty much we want a lot of stuff that carries no value. So, and when, you, and when, you, and when we're grateful for the things that we have, we're always going to get more of the things that we want. Because we've taken care of the things that we need. We, we're taking care of our families. We're doing all the things that we're required to do and that we, you know, in, in, in Jesus' name, that we should do to serve him. Once we do all that, we're always going to get stuff that we, that we want. We're always going to get different things that we want and be able to, to, to celebrate and, and, you know, our, our successes and, and take trips and do different things with our family members and friends. We're always going to be able to do that. But that starts, all of that starts with gratitude, being grateful honoring honoring him and just knowing that whatever I'm doing I'm doing it because I'm serving and I'm doing it because I'm grateful and I have gratitude in my life and in my heart and with that we can go a long way <clears throat> now when we look at wants let me see definition I wrote down for wants so when I started thinking about wants <clears throat> when we fulfill wants we look for temporary happiness and things that have no value now, mind you, notice that I said temporary. Happiness is only temporary. Happiness is not forever. Happiness is happiness lasts as long as that stuff lasts. As long as that stuff is still new, which is if you drive buy a new car, that's it's, it's old as soon as you drive out the lot. Put on new clothes, it's old as soon as you take them off. All the different stuff, jewelry is old as soon as you put it on, take it off. All of that stuff is old news. Okay. But I also elaborated and I said, only to feed our insecurities and drown our perception of what we really need. So let's take a let's take a look at that statement for a second. Okay. So we're so consumed with everything that we want. <clears throat> and usually when people want, they want a whole lot of things. It, it, it only means one of two things. And the main one is they they're not grateful for what they have. And when you're not grateful for the things that you have. Not only is it going to be hard for you to keep the things that you need, but you're never going to be able to get all of the things that you want. And that's just the sight. That's just the way it works. You're so focused on things that you want, things that have no value, things that that's, that's not going to be beneficial for you or your family. You're, worried, you're so worried about those different types of things that eventually – that stuff is going to get old. That stuff is going to get played out. It's not going to make you happy because happiness is only temporary, especially when it comes to things, material things, physical things 
that's never going to give you joy and peace. Things and 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 wants those that that stuff is so temporary. Happiness is so temporary. It's it's one of the most temporary things you could think of. And a lot of us chase that. We chase that. We were so insecure about how we feel about our lives that we have to compensate for something. We have to we have to go get a new car. We have to we have to want the big house. We have to want this and that and that and this. Just to make us feel just to justify what we need as far as our happiness goes. But then maybe a day or two later we're right back, feeling the same way, feeling empty inside, feeling ungrateful, feeling just down on life and, and just in a rut. And that's and that's what that's when you chase wants and you're not grateful for the things that you have. That's what happens in life. That's what happens to us when we don't appreciate the little things in life, the small things in life. The other day I was outside. We was in the backyard. I was in the backyard with my son. He had bought a kite. And I was in the backyard with my son flying a kite. That was probably one of the best days of my life. It was a beautiful day outside. I was with my son. He had never flown a kite before. I think I had more fun flying a kite than my son did. I haven't flown a kite since I was probably his age, or maybe a little bit older, but I haven't flown a kite in, in years, in decades. So just being able to do that with him and just being around my son and being around kids that don't know a whole lot, they're kids, so they haven't grown up to see life yet. They don't understand life yet. Being able to do that, man, that and that, and that's something we need. That's something in life that we need. We need to be able to share life and, and to grow these kids, man, grow these children. And, and the more and the more that I live and the more that I grow, we got to grow adults too, because the, the adults are more far behind than the kids. It all starts with the, it all starts with the with the adults. It starts in the house. And if you're not teaching, you're not teaching your kids, and you're, we're not teaching the youth while they're at home, while they're around us, the people that are supposed to love them the most. Then when they go out into the world, they're gonna be lost. They're gonna be lost. But it starts with the parents because the parents and the adults we're we're, we're lost. We're the ones that's lost, so the, the, the kids have nothing. They have no other choice but to follow suit. So, I just think that, you know, when you look at that and you have gratitude, you're grateful, and it's it's deep down in your heart and your soul. Everything else is gonna fall into place. You follow me? Don't let your te- don't let temporary happiness and your selfish and bitter attitude just keep you away from getting everything you're supposed to get in life. I'm telling you, it, it, start, it starts with gratitude. You can listen to any motivational speaker. You can listen to any, any pastor. You can listen to anybody that has any kind of knowledge about life or, you know, just being successful. They're going to tell you the same thing. So I'm not, I'm, I promise you I'm not making this up. I've done a lot of research and I've read a lot of books. And a lot of the books that I've read and everything I listen to always ties back to serving God, helping others, and having gratitude. I promise you, I'm not going to make this up. I'm doing the podcast just for that reason, for serving, serving God, helping others. And I'm grateful that I have knowledge and I'm able to have technology and different things to be able to put this podcast together, to be able to share, you know, the little things that I know, just a little bit that I know. I don't know a whole lot, and I can I can admit that. I don't know a whole lot, but the more and more I read and grow and experience life and raise my son and, and be a husband and a father and a son and and all these different things the more and more that I do that the more and more I understand life a little better the more and more I'm I'm even more grateful than I than I already am and the more and more I'm able to appreciate people and to to love people and and, and give them their flowers while they're still alive as opposed to just you know going going to see them when they're going out of business you know and that's like I say that's that's what we do but yeah we gotta it's you know 
the more and more we continue to grow and just understand different concepts and different and and just speak a different language, you know, you know, just speak a different language. You know, when I'm usually around my family or if I'm talking to my, you know, my spouse or my son and anything that has to do with my family, I, I always use the word we because it's not about me. It's not about my wife. It's not about my son. It's about all of us. It's about we. What are we doing today? Where are we going today? What do we have to What are we going to eat today? You know, how long are we going to be there? You know, what? how much money do we have? It's, it's, it's we, because I, I'm grateful, you know, not only for the things I have, but I'm grateful for what my what my family has. I'm grateful for my family. So I'm always going to include them in we, in what we do. So just to close out gratitude and how grateful I am for life, I also like to thank the Duke Blue Devils. Even though we lost, God dang it, we lost. God dang it. Lost in overtime. Just got the word. But, hey, man. It's all good. We've, you know, Duke have, has been very successful in their, in, you know, as a school, you know, so it's all good. But look, on to this man. Uh, so let so so Loyola Chicago, okay. So haven't been in the play, haven't been in the tournament since 1963, okay. All right, came in the tournament as an 11 seed. All right, first first game, six seed Miami beat them by two, 64-62, okay. Went on to play the third seed, Tennessee, 63-62, okay? Beat them. Uh, what's that, the Sweet 16? Sweet 16 round, played Nevada, beat them 69-68, okay? That's a seven seed, all right? Kansas State, that's a nine seed, played them the other day, beat them 78-62, punching their ticket into the final four. So I say that to say this. <clears throat> say, bro. NCAA need to stop seeding these teams like this, man. There's some cats out here that can really get buckets. And y'all just seeding these teams just because of the, the notoriety and the, and the money that these schools are giving y'all. I, I already know it. I already know the deal. Y'all can't y'all not fooling me. But y'all better, all right, y'all better stop letting these little schools or what y'all claim to be little schools act like they come, can't come in this tournament and get buckets, man. Well, y'all are done shocked the world this year. And it's really only a shocker to the world. It's not even a shocker to themselves. I know that whole state and that whole community know them boys are good. Know them boys can play. So, I, I, I mean, it's just like, say, bro, stop underestimating people just because they don't have the big name. And that kind of ties into what I was just talking about. You know, the going out of business. You're treating everybody like they're going out of business. Y'all better stop treating Loyola like they're going out of business. You know, them boys, then they're going to the, they're going to the Final Four, and they beating all these big teams and these big seeds, so now everybody want to go check them out. Man, you see you see, you see see what I was doing? I was just talking about that. I was just talking about that. Y'all better stop treating people like going out of business sales, man. I'm telling y'all. Now watch. Loyola do some big things, and they make it to the, to the championship game or even, you know, even turn out to win it, which they can because they had a team to do it. And I'm sure they're grateful for how far they've come, but I know they're going to work even harder. I know the coach is going to have them prepared, and I know he's going to have them ready. All right. Say, bro. I'm telling you, say, bro. <laughs> Loyola, Chicago. Y'all better, better watch out. Look, before I get out of here, I just got one thing to say to everybody. So once again, my throat's starting to hurt. I really got to – somebody give me some, like, some some speaking tips on – because my, my throat, I start coughing and I start – you know, my, my throat starts to burn, you know, as I'm talking along. But I am kind of getting the hang of it. It is, you know, strengthening my vocals. But, uh, but yeah, as I get out of here, I just want to say, man, we got to be better people, man. That's, that's, that's just the motto. That's the motto. And this sounds simple. 
and, and, and the thing is, it is simple. Everything we do and everything we say, everything around us is a choice. Just make the choice to be a better person, man. Somebody speak, speak back. Just always remember, serving God, giving thanks, serving others, and having gratitude is going to take you a long, long way in life. All right, but once again, y'all know the deal. I'm Snoop Simmons. This is 60 Seconds to Podcast. I'm out. I'm about to give me some onion rings, man. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy.